In the good news department, the Israeli elections are over. That's the good news. <laughs> and uh, those, the, the jockeying and the negotiating about the uh, next government is, has already begun. And also we thank all of our listeners who got us to a great total during our big fundraising marathon last week. We're in Stay Row with our friends at the JNF, and they've introduced us to Major General Daron Almag, who is the founder of uh, Alain Negev Nachalat Iran. He is a uh, a military hero. He was the uh, first IDF commander to land on the runway during the famous 1976 Operation Entebbe. I'm going to ask every parent in our audience to now turn to their children in carpool and explain the significance of being the first IDF commanding officer to be on the runway uh, at Entebbe, Uganda. Uh, Major General Daron Almog. Welcome and thank you for joining us here this morning. Thank you very much. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, I was also the last Israeli soldier in Entebbe, not only the first, the first and the last. Now that means what? First obviously means first to land. Last means it's your that responsibility means... to make sure everybody else is out? No, no, no. That, that means that, uh, no, uh, my responsibility was to mark the runway for more three Hercules. We landed four. At the end, right. we came number one by surprise according Landed on uh, uh, international lights that uh, at that time was operating, right. but immediately after landing, they switch off all the lights, and we assume that they will sw- switch off. So we landed with uh, some bright rela- lights, and four soldiers under my command continue running along the runway, and every 100 meter put battery light, and six other with me continue to the new control tower. We killed four Ugandan guards near the control tower and took over the uh, the control and then get back uh, to the new terminal. As a matter of fact, there, there were two terminals. Sure. The old terminal with 105 Israeli hostages were kept by seven terrorists and the main force of uh, Yoni Netanyahu, brother of our Prime Minister Bibi Netanyahu, main force under command of Lieutenant Colonel Yoni Netanyahu with one Mercedes and two Land Rover we landed together. By the way, we departed few few minutes before Yoni was killed. Right. Uh, my force, uh, oh, the first Hercules after landed, reduced speed to about uh, 20 kilometers an hour, and we, 10 Israeli soldiers, part of jumped outside. And then, as I described, four continue marking the runway, and six with me continue inside, taking over the new control tower. And, and then the Hercules... Uh, accelerated this Hercules until the runway, which is more, uh, two and a half kilometers, stopped at the end and um, disembarked the Mercedes and two jeeps, the two Land Rover, with Yoni Netanyahu, uh, 21 soldiers of uh, his unit. They continue another three kilometers until they arrive the old terminal, which uh, our hostages were kept by the seven terrorists and Simultaneously, they penetrated from all sides to this building, killed the seven terrorists, and it was over. And unfortunately, Yoni himself, right. on the run uh, from the Mercedes to the building, was shot by a Ugandan sniper from the old control tower, not this one that uh, I took over, so which we, was about so, three kilometers away. So we learned a couple of things. First of all, some of the facts in the movie are correct, because some of the things you're talking about I remember seeing in the recreation of the uh, of the episode. And, um, it, and it seems much larger than any observer 
like myself or anybody else at the time, it seems like a much larger area than any of us would anticipate. It's airport, you know, airport, uh, the size of airport, it's a uh, runway is about uh, three and a half kilometers. It must but be the way is Z uh, runway, a Z figure. We landed on the new runway, and then they continue driving with the Mercedes and two jeeps on right. the other side of uh, a connection, a tarmac road, from the new runway to the old runway. As a matter of fact, the old terminal was a part of the military part. As, for instance, uh, Ben-Gurion Airport, which is an international airport, but you got also, in the past, a military part. Mm -hmm. So many international airports divided between a civil part and a military part. So in Entebbe, as a matter of fact, uh, the one who built the Entebbe airfield was Solel Bonnet, who is... Earlier. Which was very helpful, right? It was helpful because we got the, the program of... Uh, the blueprints. Yeah. Well, yes, the, the engineering program. But also, we got 24 hours... Um, no, 24 hours before the operation, there was uh, another clandestine operation by a Mossad agent who arrived by light airplane and landed at daytime. I'm speaking about Friday. Uh, July 2nd. The operation uh, started July 3rd. Shabbat, Saturday. We took off from the military part of Ben-Gurion. But a day earlier, July 2nd, Friday, one Mossad agent landed on in Entebbe with the light airplane Cessna, something like that, and he ran along the runway and did many pictures, ground pictures. Nobody ever saw the cockpit. Nobody ever... Nobody interrupted. No, he got uh, calls. While landing, but he did pictures, many pictures, and first time we got land pictures before the operation. We flew from Ben Gurion Shabbat, 11 a.m. We took off from Ben Gurion, and then we landed in Sharm el Sheikh about 12:30 p.m. And then in Sharm el Sheikh, last preparation, last briefing, taking over with Ugandan uniform and black in the face and and pep talk. And then we got pictures, real-time pictures. Well, real, not real-time. Not but like today. Picture but, uh, of, uh, <laughs> yes, but, uh, but the, the much different right. from soldiers' point of view, much different between engineer program 10 years earlier, which is nothing. You know, it's a paper and some lines. But pictures, you see the terrain, you see uh, the cliffs, uh, you see the bush, you see the building, you see how it looked like it, and from the ground. Because, you know, you fly 4,000 kilometers, we land... In a pitch dark, in a place you've never been before. Never been before. And then you need pinpoint navigation arriving and, you know, on... You need to be very accurate without wasting one second. And very well coordinated between the force. We did a preparation, of course, when the Friday, July 2nd, we did exercise all the forces on the ground coordinating. And you're uh, looking at those last-minute photos on the plane, obviously. Yes. yes on the Hercules. Was, yes, yes. Major yes. General Daron Almog, uh, founder of the Alei Negev Nachat Iran, and he uh, was the first uh, IDF commander on uh, the runway at Entebbe. So what do we learn about preparedness from the Entebbe raid? What do we, I, I what do want, we learn I, about being I want prepared? to shift from Entebbe to what we are doing here in South near the road, not far away, Ale Negev Nachalat Iran. Right. Bibi Netanyahu, our Prime Minister, visited Ale Negev a few years ago. At the end, and no, Ale Negev is, is about the most severely disabled people, disabled children in Israel, maybe in the, in the world. 
it's hard to see, but that what we do, we give them the highest life standard and and, and quality of life. And uh, when Bibi ended his visit to Alenegev, he said, "What can I do for you?" I said, "Prime Minister, I flew with your brother Yoni to Entebbe. Yoni gave his life for one reason: saving Jews that were kept as hostages." One week from their life. One week, that's all. But here in Israel, we have people like my son, my son for instance, Iran, who passed away eight years ago, but uh, born with severe brain injury. We have here in Israel people who are hostages of our society, some from birth, some from accident, some from disease. We need to stretch hand. We need to save them. We don't need Hercules. We don't need special units. We need compassion. We need our heart, and we need a social and tab operation. That's what we need to do for these people. And Alain Agri is all about. He was moved, and he continued assisting us um, many times. Uh, I think last time was the um, graduation of a new Israeli pilot here, not far away, in Hatserim Air Base. And the first time, Chief of Air Force, uh, Major General Amir Eshel, a friend of mine, sent... 20, 40 uh, invitation for Alenegev to bring first time severely brain damage to sit just behind the stage uh, in, in this graduation ceremony of a new Israeli pilot. On the stage, four people, that's all. The Prime Minister, Minister of Defense, Chief of Staff, Chief of Air Force. Behind them, 20 brain damaged children together with me and, uh, and staff and a caregiver, one-on-one, right. and then the parents, and then the audience. And after this ceremony was over, it was very moving ceremony. New pilots, you know, you see the F- imagine, F-16, yeah. F-15, <laughs> aerobatic, and you know, the, the most powerful ceremony that the, the IDF, the Israel Defense Force, can produce. And the parents, and so on, and then it's over, and the Prime Minister came and bent on his knee, on his knees. You never seen. I can show you a picture here right now. The Prime Minister with a tie on his knees, like asking uh, pardon from these children, the purest in our society. Those children and people never done wrong to anyone. The most righteous people, the purest on our planet. And uh, and he took some pictures, and later the chief of Air Force and the chief of staff, Benny Gantz, that was very moving ceremony. They, on the same date, at night, same night, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu wrote in his Facebook, today <laughs> I saw the most powerful event of the State of Israel. From one side, the graduation of new pilot right. and the top technology of the State of Israel, and from the other side, I saw the commitment to the weakest members in our society. That's all. And, 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 and he put some pictures, including this picture. That uh, And as leadership has said before, the way we treat the weakest is an indication absolutely. of the type of people we are. Absolutely. No question absolutely. about it. Um, why is this project so important in general to the southern part of Israel? Because the uh, there's now a partnership between... It's a partnership between the JNF and Alenegev Foundation. Right. It's Negev. You know, the Ben-Gurion, our first prime minister, vision was flourishing, making the desert bloom, right. and uh, Negev in the state of Israel 
is about 60% of the land, only 8% of our population living in the desert. Uh, We need to bring more people. We need to populate the Negev. We need to conquer the desert. That's what Ben-Gurion said. Ben-Gurion said, if we do not conquer the desert, the desert will conquer the state of Israel. So it's about uh, bringing more people. It's about the national effort, which the Israeli government doing right now. Three military big bases are shifted from the center of Israel to the south. About 30,000 soldiers, about 7,000 families moved from the center of Israel to the south. Our prime minister is speaking many times about Beersheba as the capital of the cyber. Why the cyber? Because the computer base of the IDF is moved from the center to Beersheba. Right. So we are going to enlarge the Negev. Ale Negev, which started as a village for severely disabled children, but today giving rehabilitation right now for about 4,000 people. Uh, ordinary people coming from all over, from Zdeot, from mm-hmm. Beersheba, Fakim, Nativot, uh, all the Kibbutzim, Moshevim. If suddenly happened to a family member, broken leg, uh, accident, uh, whatever, they need hydrotherapy, physiotherapy, computer therapy, also uh, they arrive to Alenegim. So Alenegim is a center. We give right now uh, 230 jobs, and we're going to increase it in the next few years to about 1,000. We're going to build rehabilitation hospital. The JNF is a partner. The JNF with the same vision. Conquering the desert. They're talking about a $25 million hospital. Yeah. Uh, uh, project for, yeah, the, uh, for the uh, area. Uh, 25, as a matter of fact, it, it's more. Uh, 25, it's a matching deal. It's a matching with the government. Half of the money coming right. from the Israeli government. Alain Negev, as a matter of fact, is based on a matching funding Fund. deal, uh, formula between the state of Israel or the government of Israel and our foundation, Alain Negev Foundation. So we need donors to bring half of the money and the government. So the government did the first uh, governmental decision just a few months ago, giving the 36, the first 36 million shekel by matching. I need to bring, which is about 10 million dollars. I need to bring uh, with together with the JNFs and uh, Jews all over, all over the world. Not only in the United States, but United States, the most powerful and wealthy community. So we call the JNF our partners. Come on, join us. Let's make it. It's about Negev. It's about bringing more people. It's about make the desert a better place for the state of Israel. And what? of course, it's about expanding the health services right. for the whole community uh, of south of Israel. Right. It's going to have a major effect on this area, that's for sure. A, uh, an absolute honor to meet you and Thank to have you. you on today. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Major General Daron Almog. Founder of the uh, Alei Negev Nachlat Iran, and as you heard, uh, somebody who has a, a tremendous effect on what goes on in terms of the present and future of the Negev region, and was the first IDF commander to land on the runway at the famous 1976 Operation Entebbe. I am begging every parent out there to please tell your children how significant it is that Major General Daron Almog was on JM and the AM this morning. I am asking you to please. Um, let them know just how significant it is because uh, many of our children do not know about the uh, operation and Tebi and how important historically the operation was and we would hope and we would really enjoy if you would be able to tell your children all about it.